Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as king should. Um, I'm your co-host, Johnny. I'm joined by my homies, my brothers, CEO Hayes and Ralph. What's good, fellas? What's going on? Hey, hey, what's going on? The handsome troll's in the building. (laughs) I will refer to myself as that until... (laughs) Until Until the fresh cut face off. Until the crown is snapped. <laughs> the only thing that's gonna be snatched, first of all, I'm gonna need you. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. Wait till the face off. I'm gonna save it for the press conference. I'm not talking any more shit until then. So I'm not saying nothing. Damn, we are gonna do a press conference, huh? Yeah, y'all look are. y'all look out for that. Um let's get straight to the shits, man. Y'all brought this up to me today. And I didn't even I didn't even know about this song. Kanye West, lift yourself. So <laughs> Y'all mentioned it. I'm like, I'm like, what is Lift Yourself? So I went and listened to it. And oh my God. So as this song, like, as the song comes, it's like two and a half minutes. As the song plays, I'm like, okay, you know, classic Kanye sample beat, you know, the shit was kind of hard. And it's reminiscent of like um Tyler the Creator on on his albums. He has a track where it's nothing but an instrumental, which I thought that's what this was. I'm like, okay, cool. This shit kind of, you know, it's hard, it's knocking. I could probably freestyle to it if, if I'm in the car or some shit. Then, like, with 45 seconds left. But they don't really realize, though, this next verse, this next verse, though, these bars, watch this. Poopy dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee. He comes in and says, y'all listen to the next verse. This shit is about to be fire. And this motherfucker comes on and spits poopity scoop. What the fuck happened? Poopity scoop. Y'all know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of two things. One, y'all remember that Chappelle skit where he was like, turn my headphones up. Remember that? It reminded me of that. And it also reminded me of Pooty Tang. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> like, that's exactly what it, it is. is. <laughs> if, this, if this song is on that Kanye album, fuck the album. Well, I, I'm pretty sure you're getting ready to say fuck the album because I feel like that song is on there. Like, like when I heard, like, I seen the jokes on social media. I thought it was like a troll. Like, I thought it was like part of the song. I thought, like, you know how people, like, you know, jazz artists scat on records. I thought that's what he was trying to do in the middle of a verse, but literally that that's what he did on the song. Like, that's it. No verse. And, you know, the beat kind of build. I was like, okay, where's this going? Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say he was scatting. Listen, was listen. About- the, the first 35 seconds of the song, I'm sitting there vibing to it. I'm like, he's finna, Kanye's finna kill this shit. Then when it kept going, and when he was like, Y'all not ready for the second verse. I'm like, oh, he's finna get it. I, I have no doubts in my head he's finna get it. <clears throat> when the first thing out of his mouth was poopity scoop, I was done. Like, I wanted to throw my phone across the room. I was... <laughs> and, and he had, I mean, and then he had the, you know, the, the back and forth political song with T.I., which I thought was just okay. Nothing special. But I was just like, oh, so this is what we're, you know, in tune for. I've just, I haven't really been, like, giving Kanye energy on social media. I don't tweet about it. I don't really care. Like, okay, like, that's what you're doing, King. Like, Poopity scoop. Listen, <sighs> it is, Listen. he, he putty tanged everything. Like, the, like that's exactly what he was doing. Though. All jokes aside, he it, he had it because it released right before the T.I. track. Like, literally, I think, like, he released this after he announced that the single was going to be coming out. And then he, that was it. And then like five hours later, he dropped the T.I. song. So this was meant to be a troll. But just the fact that you're a legit artist and you recorded this, I, it's bullshit, man. I, I, and then have you mm. did you see any of the reaction videos on YouTube to this? Mm-mm. It's better mm-hmm. than the song. Like, I'm, I'm grateful for the song <laughs> just because of the reaction videos. Like, it's, it's amazing. You know what's crazy? I've actually been seeing people like post on social media, poopity scoop. I'm like, what the fuck are these people talking about? They retarded the shit. But then I get it now because of this dumb the dumb song like it, scoop. it's okay it's officially like if it wasn't official before it's officially time to get Kanye the fuck out of here <laughs> because I would not I would not accept this shit from him like, 
you know, he going crazy in the news and all that <laughs> shit. You know, Trump, you know, I can set that shit aside and still listen to the music. But if this yeah. is the type of music he presenting, fuck it. Let me ask you this. You think his ghostwriters went on strike? <laughs> <laughs> his ghostwriters probably quit because of the shit in the news. Like, <laughs> because they, you have to think about it. Like, Kanye, like, at once at a point said that he, he didn't see himself rapping past graduation. And everybody kind of agrees that that's his last great album. You know, people like, you know, oh, I like 808s. Oh, I like my Twisted Dark Fantasy and so on and so forth. But that's interesting because I think, well, he said, ways, he, back, he said that back back then. Like, I really don't see myself doing too much after three albums. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't rap on 808s. I think Saha rap, wrote most of um, my beautiful Twisted Fantasy. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened to Yeezus. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even listen to Life of Pablo. So my my Life of Pablo is all over the place, game. But you know, I was just bringing that up. Are we also going to not sit here and act like the the track with Ti? And forgive me because I forget the name. I've only listened to the track probably like four times because you don't need to more than that. Are we going to act like like Ti didn't write that song? Is that what we're doing right now? Are we are we acting like Ti didn't write that whole song? I'm just I'm just asking right just so I can be. I, I can know people when I talk to them how how they're <clears throat> taking this. Are we going to act like Ti didn't write that song? I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't heard it. <laughs> like I said, the song is just okay. Like it's just it's nothing to really oh, talk we about. Not like, acknowledging the fact that my man Tip wrote that song. Like if you listen to the way, first of all, even on I look, I, I hate my dark, dark twisted fantasy. But even on Kanye's worst day, he writes better than that. He what he did, he was like, "Ti, you got a problem with me? I need you to write questions and answers, put it in the song version, and that's what we're gonna record." And that's what that's they pretty did. much what happened, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all know there's people? There are people out there that call my Twist Fantasy. They call that album a classic. Do y'all oh yeah, know that? yeah. No, I, I think I say I. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure for me. I think I enjoyed the album what he was trying to do, but I wouldn't say it's a classic. The second I, half of that I, album I, is trash. Nigga, the whole album is trash. Like, forget the. This, this, I, I wouldn't the, say. I wouldn't say the whole album. The, that, like that, that was the beginning of Kanye's randomness. Like that album right there. Like I think Kanye was as free as he wanted to be on my. <laughs> like as free as he wanted to be. Like as crazy as that sounds. Uh, I'm done, man. We're we like, giving we, Kanye too much energy, man. It's definitely uh, time to get Kanye the fuck out of here. So. <laughs> As we transition, he's kind of linked to this next topic, but not really. Anyway, so y'all heard about title faking like streams, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I I have this article pulled up <clears throat> from hotnewhiphop.com, and I'm going I'm to read a little excerpt from it. So it says, last week, reports emerged with accusations against Jay-Z streaming platform title. A Norwegian publication suspicious of numbers gained on Kanye West's Life of Pablo release in 2016, one of the many drops that remained a title exclusive for some time after its release, decided to investigate how the project generated 250 million streams on the platform alone. They offered up the same suspicion on Beyonce's Lemonade, which broke streaming records despite not being available on other major platforms like Spotify. So first, let me ask you guys, do you all think this is true? Absolutely. I, there's no doubt in my mind that it's true. Um, and the fact is, is that everyone's so focused on the numbers. Let's take let's take a step back from them faking numbers. Let's look at all the extra royalties that, that, that these two artists have made off those numbers. That's the that's the problem. That's what's re- like. Is that not some form of embezzlement, or am, or am I wrong? I mean, right, right or wrong? This has to, yeah, it has to be some some form of crime. It has to be, like, it has to be. Well, wouldn't it be the same as like people buying, like, you know, the artists, well, the label buying albums to an extent? It's just an inflation, right? Well, true. So they could they could have make it where. <clears throat> Let's say Title has a a set amount of staff where they buy a bunch of phones and mm-hmm. just have this shit streaming for hell yeah. like because I actually looked up the number so as of I think like t- 2017 Title supposedly had like 3 million subscribers, right? Yeah. So if you divide 250 million by 3 million, it's like 83, 83 and some change. You're not telling me 3 million subscribers streamed the life of pablo 83 times mm. you're not telling me that 
Well, yeah, I can. I definitely agree with the inflation, like, and all that stuff. But I, I agree. Like, I think the the level of exclusivity, like, kept it under wraps as long as it did. Because I'll just say, fuck the life of Pablo, and you know, let's just focus on the Lemonade album. Which you know, I'm not trying to. I'm not Beyonce standing, but I'm just bringing up a valid point. You are remember the big guy. No, 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 it's not even that. Think about how crazy, like, the social media reaction was because people couldn't get to the album. Yeah, facts. True. Like, like, and people signed up for title. Like, I don't think people was checking for, like, uh, the, the Life of Pablo in the way that they check for Lemonade. Yeah. So you can probably believe, like, the Lemonade numbers until you actually look at it. But but even still, like, title doesn't have that many subscribers. So how oh, is it? Now that, yeah, yeah, you're right. Now, you're right on that. It's like, Title, you're not Spotify. You're not mm-hmm. Apple Music. Like, mm-hmm. Title was relatively new. I think what Title was like, what, a year old? A year point? old, yeah. 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 It's like, come on, man. And it's crazy. Like, how come we didn't question this before? Because I guess the dust has settled from those yeah. albums, but it makes a lot of sense. Like, there's no way these albums could have broken streaming records when they're exclusive to Title and Title doesn't have that many subscribers. Like, this, like, this, this can't be true. Like, this can't be real. And I think, yeah. like, in, in being caught up in the social media um, <clears throat> response to, to Lemonade, like, w- People were tweeting about it all all the time, like every everything everywhere that, that it completely owned that cycle of time. So when you hear huge numbers like that, you're not questioning it because all through your Twitter stream, you're seeing people react and comment on Lemonade. So you're not thinking about it. But then when you sit back and you and you can step away because Twitter can go crazy and it really is not that many people really talking about. It. It's just the vocal twenty few. people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But but once you can step away. And think, uh, and think about the fact of look, these numbers aren't adding up, and it it, just, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's it's crazy, and it's sad that that they had to fake those numbers for artists who are at that level. Just don't make it exclusive to title. They probably still would have got close to those numbers oh, if it wasn't course. exclusive. So of course, and title, I think oh go oh, ahead, no. Go ahead. oh no, I was just thinking like like you guys said like the investment part because title was the one that boasted on getting artists more money off per stream. Like we don't even know how this streaming shit really honestly works. For the artists, but I guess if you inflate the most number on <laughs> this platform, that's going to give you the most money for your, you know, work. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I kind of I looked it up earlier, and it's it's weird the way it works, right? So <laughs> depending on the country, you get a certain amount of money per stream. So like, let's just take the United States for example, right? So in the United States, an artist would get, let's just say five cent per stream mm-hmm. so and it, it varies in different countries so if you get shit i can't do the math in my head right now but if you get a million streams a million times 0.05 it's probably like fifty thousand or some shit like that like you're not going to get that much so i can see why well it's never it's never right to like falsely report streams or falsely like get falsely get streams is that what i'm trying to say no i get what you're saying like it has to be a, a level of ethics to this whole yeah, thing there because you, yeah, you it's don't want yeah like you don't want to start feeding a false narrative to especially independent artists that really rely on that money exactly. to come in from streams like a beyonce or kanye west doesn't fucking need streaming money like that's why you know side boy i really don't like understand why people keep saying mute r kelly because the people that you know are listening to r kelly and support him don't stream but you know <laughs> you know i'm, I'm off that i, I right. just want to point that's that out old, but you know that's a whole nother conversation but no <laughs> just like those artists don't need streaming independent artists do that's right i don't know and that and that, i guess that's kind of taking away money from the independent artists like that's money that could be going to them for the streams that they're actually getting and not being you know inflated so mm-hmm. title y'all fucking up pretty much like and, and it's like they don't need they don't need to do that why even do that like you have like these artists that like prince is getting ready to drop an unreleased app well you know you know, Prince's estate is going to, you know, drop an unreleased project on title. There's going to be exclusive probably for a week or so. You have exclusive rights to Rihanna. So it's like you have these big artists that are exclusively on your platform. You don't have to, you know, inflate numbers like you can do your numbers. And then a week later, everybody else will get it. But see, that's why they inflated the numbers. 
it's so that they can get more exclusive deals. Like that 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 has to be what's in it okay. for them. Is because at the time, like we said, you're a new platform. So how do you get exclusive deals by saying not only do we pay more based off streams in these other services, mm-hmm. but Beyonce and Kanye just broke streaming records being on title. So now you're getting now you're getting more artists who are willing to give you exclusive content. Then you stop inflating numbers and everyone's nobody's the wiser. Nobody's thinking about it anymore because everyone's forgot right. about it. Right. I wonder, like, <clears throat> I wonder if anybody's going to actually go to to trial for this. And then if they do, who's who's at fault here? Like Jay Z is like, <clears throat> is he like the CEO or is he just like the owner? Like he's um, the figurehead. He owns part of yeah, it. But in, like, but in, I, in the grand scheme, it's a very like, small yeah, yeah. portion. So it's just like his deal with with the Nets. Everyone in our industry. Oh, Jay Z owns the Nets. When in reality, he owned like five percent of the Nets at the time. That's why he was able to get right. bought out. So it's just similar. Right. To and, and Sprint bought 33% of it like exactly. last year. So exactly. interesting. I, this, like, I kind of like this kind of shit. It's almost like forensic accounting. So I kind of like, like this shit. So I'm going to be following this like closely because this is interesting. So, <clears throat> so our next topic, um, Andre 3000, um, he dropped, he dropped two songs on Mother's Day. Um, one titled Me and My um, to bury my parents, to bury your parents, and then the other one is called "Look, my no hands." Um, I want to get you guys' reaction to me and my first. Uh, <laughs> Everybody looks. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, just, I don't have anything like. I don't have any like great breakdown of the song. I listened to it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I, like this is what I'm getting from Andre. Three steps, and you know, I let y'all. You know, obviously y'all will get into it, but it's just like this. I think we got into a point where this man has literally fell out of love with rapping. Like he does not want to rap. He has been on record saying that he does not want to be a 40 year old rapper. So a project from Andre 3000 in the year of our Lord 2018 is not going to be a rap project. So please do not have that energy for this Andre 3000 project thinking he's going to give you a, a album full of bars. He might rap here and there, but it's definitely going to be love below part two. Like if you like, and it might be a different level to that. Right. The love even below her. Some shit like that. Hey, <laughs> like, listen, don't go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I listen, I only listened to it once. Um, the, the song is just, it's too sad for me to want to play multiple times. Like, I feel like it's something that he needed to get off his chest about his mom. I don't have an issue with that. Now, if we're talking about the song itself and how it's presented, I'm not really feeling it. Like, y'all know how I feel about singing as rappers. Like, I, it's, it didn't, it didn't, it's just not okay. Like, don't, don't sing. You can't sing, so don't. It's okay. Have write the song. Have somebody sing it for you. That's what um Jermaine Dupri did with Usher in Confessions. Like, <laughs> have somebody sing it for you. That's that's really that's really my take on that song. What you what you guys? Listen, between this Eminem dropping the trash ass album this year, um, <laughs> Nas is coming. Uh, look, all all the rappers who were prominent in that '90s, early 2000s, like just stop. Don't make any more fucking music. Don't do it. Consult, ghostwrite, do whatever you want to do. Like this is what 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 must have happened when our generation, well, the generation before us, when Grandmaster Flash and 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 uh, Cool Mo D and Big Daddy Kane just stopped making music. Like just stop. Go away. Get your retirement. You got your money. Go away. If you get the if you get the itch, make a song just for you and your family. Play that shit at home. Don't put it on SoundCloud. Don't put it on Spotify. Don't put it on none of that shit. Don't leave it to yourself. Like leave that shit to yourself. This is please. Like Andre three thousand man. If you're not rapping, if you're not giving bars, don't do it. Don't step in the studio. Just, I'm sorry. I love you. But I can't take it no more. Like this, this has been one of the worst albums for my fandom. Like so, I'm I'm done. Like just stop, just stop. Him and Eminem need to go skip off into the ride off into the sunset on horses and realize that they were the kings of this shit at one point. And now it's just time to hang it up. You have nothing left to prove. Don't make a song. Don't do it. You don't fuck. I'm sorry. That was a whole entire rant. But stop. No, good. Just stop. The thing with Eminem is <clears throat> us as a hip hop culture. We just need to troll Eminem all day for him to make good music. 
because after the album came out, and everybody trashed somebody it, needs to slip some cocaine in his in his shit. Nah, 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 that's what nah, somebody nah, needs. Nah, to I, do. I, I, I said that he need to relapse. Like, <laughs> like I, I said, I said he need to relapse. No, nah, but that's <laughs> the, no, but all jokes aside, like Eminem without the drugs don't rap. Like unless unless we make him mad, we got just got to make him mad. Just but that's it. But that you like. For a whole album, like he gonna give you a verse, like he gonna give you a piece of his mind. But like a whole album, like it's, it's hard to add. I, you like, know what? The only thing that'll make Eminem come back with fire music right now is if uh, what's his daughter's name, Hallie? Yeah. Haley, yeah, she's Haley. grown now. If she comes out with a sex tape getting banged out by two dudes, I guarantee you <laughs> bars all day long. Yeah. And let let it be somebody like Young Thug, or Little Uzi Vert, bars all day long. But other than that, it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> It's a bit, it's a bit much. But that's a bit much. So I guess we don't even need to talk about this look my no hands straight. I mean, I'm not listening to 17 minutes of like fake jazz. I'm not. So that's just really how I feel about it. (laughs) He played My man said he was trying to figure out how to play jazz for 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Like, and and that's cool if you do that in the confines of your own home. Like, you know. He's a musical guy. Like he wants to play instruments. That's cool. That's that's beautiful. But don't you put this shit as a song, though. Yeah, like, don't, don't like, do he could have did that as like an album outro or something like that. Like I would I would rock with it on the album, but you know, I was like seventeen minutes. Like I know he's not rapping for seventeen minutes. Like I don't expect that. But nigga, like <laughs> listen, he was playing. I looked it up. He played the bass clarinet. Yeah, I didn't even know a bass clarinet was a thing. I just knew about a regular clarinet. Like. It's, it's a big, it's like a big jump. Like, it's, it's huge. <laughs> Fail. Listen. Oh. Andre, Andre 3000, we here at the Breaks Radio, we appreciate your contributions to hip-hop in the past. But going forward, if you don't plan to deliver the bars that we know you're capable of delivering, just don't, just don't put it on music. Just don't do it. That has been a public service announcement from the Breaks Radio. <laughs> All right. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> we we at um the three of us here, the co-hosts of the Breaks Radio, are big into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it has been rumored that Miss Marvel is going to join the MCU. And just to give a little background on Miss Marvel, um, her name is, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right. In the comic books, her name is Kam- Kam- Kamala Khan. Yes, sir. And she's a she's a teenage Pakistani American from Jersey City, New Jersey, with shape shifting abilities. Who discovers that she has in that she has the Inhuman gene in the aftermath of the Inhumanity storyline in the Marvel comics. Um, so I want to ask you guys: How do you guys feel about Miss Marvel potentially being added to the MCU? Uh, I think it's dope. Like, especially if they go give her, you know, obviously she's in the MCU, she's gonna have like her own movie or like a good storyline within somebody else's movie. I think that's dope. Especially, you know, Marvel's all about inclusion. Right. I I, I love to see, you know, one of our brown sisters like winning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's dope. And you know, she could be in high school. Like, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a nice win. Like, I want to see that. So. Not only is she a person of color, she's also a woman. So it's like, that's like a double win. Yeah, yeah. Hayes, what you got? So uh, in my opinion with this is um, in the comics, Jessica Jones and Spider-Man actually went to high school together. I see them replacing her character, replacing that character, Jessica Jones, with Miss Marvel. You can introduce her in Captain Marvel, which we've already talked about and how that's going to have a huge debut, a huge box office. And you can have her... Be, come in Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3 and she'd be that connective tissue she could be in high school with them and there's just a lot of storytelling possibilities with that and I, I'm I'm all for that 100% you can have these two and then that could be your setup for the new Avengers if that happens but even taken away from that you have both these possible um, mentees uh, Spider-Man from, from Tony, Captain uh, Miss Marvel from Captain Marvel and then you can have them have a team up movie and I'm not she doesn't have to be in the whole movie but pop up with a storyline and she could pop up in something else down the road i'm I'm all for it and like you said a to get more women on screen um is always going to be powerful and then also to get that that brown skin in, in a prominent role at any point in time i'm always going to be for you know what i can see happening and this probably won't happen but what i can see happening is that zendaya's character from spider-man homecoming she could no. potentially end up being 
Miss Marvel. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> he's not with the shit. <laughs> Why not? I was. She's already been introduced in the in the MCU. Why not? I thought she was gonna be the love interest. Like she's Mary Jane already, I right? I did too. Okay. But why no. you say no? No. First of all, <laughs> no. No, she's cool in her role. Like, I love her in the role that she was in. But if I see Zendaya with superpowers fighting anybody, I'm done. I'm walking out. This, I'm, I'm not I'm not doing it. Like, no, my, my daughters used to watch the TV show on Nickelodeon with her, and she would, like, try to do fight. I'm done. No, I'm not. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. It was no. a Nickelodeon show. She couldn't, I, like. I well, no. give zero <laughs> fucks. It's kind of like the casting for Mulan. Actually get, like, a, a person of that descent to play the role. True. Like get get a true brown person of that, you know, maybe an Arab descent to play the role. Like I don't, you know, don't don't do that. <laughs> like That's be be true to it. Like if, if but I can see this. Like if they would let's say they want to sprinkle her in Spider Man too. Like sprinkle it in. Like you know, Peter Parker had like a, a a science convention or some shit. And like like how they said the close proximity of their schools or like where they are in New York. Or and then she's in Jersey, so it's like you know they can link up on something like that, and they can introduce her that way. I think that'll be dope, but kind of cliche because I, you know, we watch a lot of these movies. <laughs> right, right. What what I thought would have been cool is how if is if they somehow could have introduced her in Agents of Shield because they had the whole like Inhuman storyline in Agents of Shield, and then like somehow propelled her to like movie status. But they don't really like to like tie the movies in the show together. yeah the sh- yeah like they did have lady sif in a couple episodes of agents of shield which i thought was kind of dope but they don't really like to cross mingle the characters like that so i'm just interested to see how they actually introduce her in the in the mcu like well, she mean, probably she probably won't be inhuman she may be she may be because kevin feige has mentioned that they are willing to redo the whole inhumans thing but i wouldn't put it past them connecting maybe agents of shield now because i mean it's been announced for a six shortened season and they're pushing it off to the summer to coincide with avengers part two um or infinity war part two so maybe we're finally going to get some of that i still doubt it but this is as long as i'm not going to give up my hope for that happening until agents of shield is off the air like i just colson man we need to see colson on the big screen like imagine him just showing up saving tony and then being like i thought you were dead like how is it that they don't. They still don't know Coulson is alive, and he saved the world three times on Agents of Shield. Come on, man! Like this is crazy. This is crazy. Literally, he's he interacted up in like Civil War or some shit. Sif's been on Agents of Shield. Nick Fury's been on several times. Maria Hill has been on several times. So they know he's alive. You mean to tell me you ain't even thought to tell? The Avengers who the, the, it was Avengers. <laughs> they really they really got together. They bonded over the fact that he died. You didn't even think to tell him like, yeah, you know, Coulson. You know, he he beat he beat Deathlock's ass in New York, like right. <laughs> it's probably too like the Avengers so far gone from that storyline of Coulson. Like they probably not to say they forgot, but it's kind of like damn, like you showing up now, King. Like you didn't right. do this in Ultron. Like you, exactly. Like you could did this two movies ago. Like, you know, like well, ex- so actually mm-hmm. the so at the end of Ultron. Mm-hmm. How they got the helicarrier? They actually got the helicarrier because of Coulson, Coulson. in Ages of Shield. So it's like, like, fam, <laughs> really? Y'all still don't know this man living? Like, it's, it's, it's just crazy. I, just, I like how like the shit is like intermingled so much. How it's little pieces, little pieces in the TV shows that connect to little pieces of the movies and back and forth and stuff like that. So I love that kind. Of, I think that shit is dope. Yeah, they they've so, done a good job of building that that thing out, but I, we we'll talk about that at a later date. Yeah, yeah. So we, I want to transition to talking about concerts in St. Louis. Now, I I feel like St. Louis is a big enough city where it should get these major concerts. Like, um, I think Drake Drake and Migos just announced a concert, right? But they're not coming to St. Louis. Like, there are a lot of big concerts like that that skip over St. Louis for some odd reason, but they go to places like, they go to Kansas City, Missouri. They go to, um, where you see Jay-Z at? Was it Oklahoma? Was it Nebraska yeah, or Oklahoma? I went, I, went to, I went to see him in Nebraska. Nebra- Nebraska? Yeah. Jay-Z Nebraska. went to, Jay-Z Lincoln, went to Nebraska. Nebraska and didn't Lincoln. come to St. Louis. Wow, like, right? He went to Birmingham on that tour, too. He went to Bur- Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham is a pretty big city. Well, it's, been, it's progressing, but still, like. Yeah, like, come on. It's, come on. It's St. Louis. We we fool we fool with uh Drake well 
A lot of people in St. Louis food were drinking Migos. I don't just say it like from from a uh, like I get what you're saying. Like I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. But it's just like with the the optics of it. Like we don't live in Springfield, Illinois, my guy. Like what? Like what? Like this is. This is not. This is a, a big city. This is not a, a rural a rural city. This is some shit where a lot of people will come and see. We have the venues to hold people to see these artists, um, and it seems like we get more like indie, independent, smaller acts. We get those all the time. Oh, fast. Why? Why do you guys feel like these big these big mainstream acts don't come to St. Louis? Can I tell you why? So yeah. for for anyone who listens to the Awakened Soul. Um, Knows that I uh, I was actually the assistant manager at the Scott Trade Center for a very long time, uh, for about six years, um, and they they always had a hard time with artists coming because of the size of our arenas being small. Like a Bush Stadium was too much for them to do, um, and B the Scott Trade Center and the Pavilion. I let when I lived there, I think it was the UNB Bank Pavilion. I don't know what the fuck it's called now. They change their name every three years. Um, gotcha. But they. The, the Scott Trade Center was considered too small for like Beyonce came to the Scott Trade Center once. And from what I told the negotiation, they almost lost lost her to go to um, somewhere else close by. Um, but they were able to negotiate it to, to come through um, because they gave her part of the um, the food and beverage sales with the arena usually kept keeps. But they gave her some of that to get her to come. So it's it's a it's a issue with the size of the arena that's keep that keeps that from happening. We don't have. Outside of Bush Stadium, we don't have that that arena like a Chicago has, where you you know the United Center. It's synonymous. Yes, we do. It, the dome, no, where Rams used to play. It's no, horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. And and the thing is, concerts. nobody likes going to the dome. That's why the that's why the Rams left there. That you, it's rarely concerts there. Like and people don't know. We know the Edward Jones Dome. I don't know what it's called now. I think they changed the name to that again. But outside, like. Like you can, you know, if someone says we're gonna go to a concert in New York, you know it's either gonna be at Bar- at Barclays or the Garden. Like you know that that's synonymous with those cities. St. Louis right. doesn't have that, and that's a great point, CEO. Because like when you think about it, like the Scott Trade, like they haven't done any upgrades to it in a very, very long time. Right. And that's the funny. reason why the Rams left was because of the negotiate, like the stadium stuff. So. Now that you point that out, and I can see why they go to Kansas City because all that shit is new. Like the Sprint Center is new in Kansas City. Like they got the Power and Light District next to the like the Sprint Center because I've been to a concert there before. So I, damn, I get it now. If we would have built that, if St. Louis would have built that arena on the riverfront, not only would they have kept the Rams, but that 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 city would have seen such an influx of money. From not only people come now, people in Kansas City would have had to come to St. Louis to go to that arena to see the major. Like just that, that's why it was so important to the city, and that's why when the Rams left and that arena deal fell through, it was such. We're at such a net loss now in St. Louis because of that, and it's affected jobs and everything else. Like St. Louis needs that centerpiece, that arena that you want to come come to for the spectacle, and we don't have that. And you would think you would think the the city officials. Like we get that. Like they're part of their job is to bring revenue to the city so they can do shit around the city. And and you would think that they would make or try to make the necessary upgrades or build the necessary um venues to bring this type of revenue to the city. Like, well I don't I I got nothing. I got nothing. Because yeah. you made a valid, you made a valid point. Because that's not something I really thought about. And, so, uh, and and I hate going to the amphitheater. That's what it's, it's called. I forgot the actual name of it now. But it's like Hollywood I, Casino. Or something? Yes, Hollywood oh, okay. Casino amphitheater. Yeah. I hate going out there for concerts. Like I, I can't it's do outside. outside concerts. Like it, because those are for kids. Like if you got the energy for that, cool. That's not me, yo. Like I need an arena. I went to the Ronnie okay. Mike tour at, at that at that arena. Uh, it was when Fifty and uh, Jay Z were touring together. I think that was my sophomore year in high school. Boy, that was the best. Still to this yeah. day, best concert <laughs> I think I've ever been to. Specific, not even because of Jay Z and Fifth, because of Buster Rhymes. He shut that show. Buster Rhymes still to this day is the best live performer I have ever seen in my life. Put some respect I, on his name. So for real. So yeah, I mean, St. Louis always get people like Bruce Springsteen, U two, and shit. Well, because they can go to the stadium, and that's another uh, dynamic. Because you know, so like like I pointed out on the episode of Oversaturated, it's not it's not overtly racist, but it it is racist. Yeah. So 
those bigger, I mean, not even bigger rock acts. Rock acts can go to Bush Stadium. But if Beyonce wants to come here, ha, I'll just point that out. She can't go to Bush Stadium. Like, <laughs> she's going to the Dome. Take, your, take you and your black audience over to the Dome. Like, we ain't having that in Bush Stadium. Not where the Cardinals play, but we can have Born in the USA. Played all night. Like, you know what I'm saying? They played all night, yo. But the biggest pop star in the world can't, like, all right, I'm off that. Yeah, Facts. I actually I saw mean, Beyonce in the dome. I actually saw Beyonce concert at the dome, and uh, yeah, I we can talk about that another time. It was, yeah, because I, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to have to like defend it because rapping the Beehive now because I know how hard y'all go, so I don't really want to. I don't really want to have to do that right now. We we are usually in our group <laughs> chat all damn day. Ralph was not in the group chat at all until I mentioned the <laughs> Beehive. His ass showed up less than two minutes later. <laughs> like come on, man. You called by name, bro. Like that's I was like, oh rap, let me see what's going on. That's all you know, I you know I rep. I rep for the squad one time. I paid my dues this month. Like so I, I do what I had to do. So as part of your initiation, did they give you like one of those um Power Rangers communicators? So every time the Beyonce is mentioned, you get like a little <laughs> notification. Did you get one of them? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go defend. I gotta go defend Beyonce. We must defend the Bi. I got nothing. All right, all right. I'm off that. I'm off that. All right. So for the for our main topic uh, today, we are going to discuss songs that we think are trash that everybody else in the general population likes. Um, I think we've each chosen three songs. Yep. So who who would like to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Fuck it. Uh, th- these songs I think are, are like general hits in the mm-hmm. hip hop community. But I I nigga I wish they never made them. <laughs> first, I got DMX party up. I wish DMX never made that fucking <laughs> song. I wish he never. Like this is the thing, yo. I agree with that. I one hundred percent. DMX agree. crossed so many racial color lines, like, pop lines when he made that song, when Swiss Beats gave him that fucking beat. Like, that's the only song that I feel like a consensus of people would know about DMX at this point in time. Like, people forget about Get At Me Dog because of that shit. Like, that had, like, bro, slipping happened. And they, remember, Party Up? God. Oh my god, that is so frustrating to me. Hey, I I agree with that pick actually. I, <laughs> I, I, agree with that. I really hate that song. Um, okay, Snoop Dogg, Sensual Seduction. <laughs> Another song I wish one of my <laughs> I want to say, like, say Snoop is like oh my god my favorite MC, but I respect him so much. And Snoop started becoming this caricature of him, like of something Snoop where he. Lying. Snoop has a gospel album. I have yet to listen to it. Wait a I don't second. Think I, want, I don't think I want to put myself in that. Wait, he has a gospel album. And his last CD before then, his last album before then, was Make America Crip Again. How do you go from Make America Crip Again? <laughs> this is why Snoop, Snoop gets himself out of the GOAT conversation, man. Like, that's another thing. Like, we don't put Snoop, like, we respect Snoop. Because we we grew up on that, like you know, what I'm saying we was young, but still we still we know what Snoop was. But that's why like these kids don't respect Snoop because they that's, see that's that all shit. they know. That's all they know of Snoop. Man, listen, but sensual seduction, like you know, like that's why you know people were so against the auto tune movement because you have rap OGs like making songs like this. Like, come on, bro. <sighs> and my last one, Chameleonaire riding. You see me rolling. Hey, I. Fuck a hate chameleonaire. Like chameleonaire and kind of like I, I think Wiz is a, a step above chameleonaire a little bit. Rapping, but I really I really hate a lot more of Wiz's stuff that he puts out. Let me be that put that out there too. But chameleonaire riding, trash. Garbage. Damn, man. <clears throat> That's but y'all I, like riding? I hate I fucking hate that song. I mean, I don't I don't hate it. Like it's not a great song, but I mean I like I fool with it. Like if it come on, I'll listen. Like I'm not gonna intentionally go look look to listen to it. You but. know, you know, all the songs I named are like songs that you hear like mixed clubs. <laughs> True. <laughs> and you oh, see, man. it's live. It's like a weird segment of people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I always say, like the people that be like front, 
like front row at like an Action Bronson concert. Like those are weird people. I want you to rip Action Bronson. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny, but you know, I'm good. Throw that out there. I definitely fool with the DMX pick. Um, what was the, what was the second one? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Actually, oh, sexual seduction, right? I think it was. I think the actual title, like the the explicit version, is sexual eruption. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Actually, well, I like the clean version. I don't like. I can't really fool with the explicit version. <laughs> when my mom told me she liked that song, I was like, I right, I can't fuck with it no more. <laughs> I can't fuck with it no more. <laughs> But yeah, that's dope. Hayes, what you got? All right, so I went out of the my for my first pick. I went outside of rap, and this is just so I may go on another rant. This may be just the Hayes rant episode. Anything with goddamn Key Sweater. Key Sweater is the worst singer in the history of singers. He whines through every song. He sounds like a snot nosed kid, and he's forty five years old. Anything Key Sweat, any song, I don't want to hear nobody. I don't want to hear Twisted. I don't want to hear make, uh, 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 what's it, make It Last. I don't want to hear none of that. Key Sweat is by far the worst singer ever in history. And if you made your babies to Key Sweat, I feel sorry. Your babies are probably ugly. Because that that's just some ugly music right there. I, I hate Key Sweat. Key, do not play Key Sweat in my household. I will smack you. Like, don't do it. I, I Ooh. Damn, my God, just went off. He just went off. <laughs> he named all the hits, too, so it's like, right. you ain't got shit to say. Like, I was going to say, like, but what about making like... Never mind. Like, you got... Never mind. <laughs> oh, I man. Stop. 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 <laughs> but you just sung it better than he did. See, you see that? that, that that's that's my point. I was trying to sound just... I thought I sounded just like him. You probably did. Like, it, it doesn't oh, take much. God. Just one, like just think about somebody like 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 killing your dog and then start singing. That's key sweat. But nonetheless, yeah. we're gonna move on. My number two pick is I hate I really so I try to break down these for a different reason. Key sweat just a person. I just hate his music. But the next one, I love the song coming up in the club is a trash ass song as a rapper if you really think about it. From, yes, from the chorus to the bars, it's trash. The only thing that's good about it is the Dr. Dre beat, like. Anybody could have made that 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 beat pop. Anybody, and, and I think we all got caught up in our love of Fifty Cent at the time. But no, the, the song is not really that good, man. It's not really that good. It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday, and we don't give a damn a fuck because that's your birthday. Come on, this is Fifty Cent, who was the king of hip hop at one point, rapping bars like that. Go on, rap genius, and look at the bars. The bars are trash. I don't think that's... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like, I, I get where you're coming from. I do. I do. I don't think that song... Well, I think the, the intention of that song was to present 50 Cent to the main, like, to the mainstream. What was Wankster for then? He, that was just him going at Ja... That was a diss track to Ja Rule. I, I, I like to present this point. You know how I looked at DMX party up? I think that's the way, same way Hayes feels about this 50 Cent song. It doesn't display the best 50 Cent that we know that he is. However, that's his biggest hit. Right. Like, that, that's, not even, that's not even a... Uh, I don't even it's have not a question. Either. It's not a question. <laughs> it's not a question. It's not a question. The song's a hit. But I wanted to go for the top. Like, we're supposed to do songs that everybody loves that we hate. Now, if this was a 19-year-old Hayes, I would be smacking myself right now. But the grown-up <laughs> Hayes, who appreciates lyricisms and bars and has seen 50 Cent and what he can do. Like I said, um, what's the, what's the song on the 8-mile eight, the eight soundtrack? Not Wankster, but the other one. Places to Go, that second verse on that album, dope. Amazing. Like, that's 50 Cent at his best writing ability, period, point blank. Eminem said that verse made him want to quit rapping. That verse is dope. In the club? No, man, my, my 12-year-old son could make bars like that right now. Man. <laughs> I I have no, I have nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel you. I don't really think this song was about the bars, though. Like, I don't think 50 Cent was attempting to really, like... Doesn't matter. It's trash. Bars. I don't care what the purpose <laughs> of it was. <laughs> you know, like back, back in that time, in that time era of hip-hop, you had to have your club record, your girl record, and your street record. Yeah. And... <clears throat> 50s club record yeah it was because that song can get played in no like no matter what region of rap i mean region of the uh united states you live in in the club is going to go west coast south midwest east coast 
Everybody loves that song. That's a fact. So that's a fact. Yeah, you had to dumb down those lyrics. No, fuck that. I mean, fuck no, fuck no, that. no. I'm, I'm like, I'm agreeing with you, Hayes. Like, I'm just saying, like, you have to dumb down. Like, <laughs> I, I, I try not to rationalize this shit, but yeah, fuck it. <laughs> All right, you still got, you still got, you one, got more. one more. Damn, I still got one more. Damn, I feel like yeah. I just I should drop the mic and walk away after that one because the people <laughs> who listen to this is going to be sending in all types of hate mail and everything. But the next one, it, it's an easy one. And again, this is it, I know it's it's not about the lyrics, it's not about the bars. I just hate the song. Mop Annie up. That shit got on my nerves. I'm sorry. Damn. Yeah, go cool. Jack. You, you talking, about the, talking about the original or the remix? The original. The remix, I, I, I mess oh. with the remix. Okay. The original? I'm, no. I'm all right with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Huh. Right. Yep, that for I wanted to put Miss Jackson on this list so bad. Hmm. That's actually not a really not a bad pick actually listen the only reason why everybody loved that record so much is because they just played it all the time they made a lot of money off that but it wasn't because of people with a lot of melanin in their skin i'm telling you that right now oh of course of so course. but i hate it hey y'all first time i heard it <laughs> like i know that's a complete side but since we talk about cast i hate it hey y'all look we've been on andre 3k a little too hard so we're gonna <laughs> stop we're gonna let johnny go with his list all right so i'm just i'm just gonna call mine out i don't really know how y'all gonna feel or other people feel about it? So my first one <laughs> is uh DJ Khaled Wild Thoughts. Hmm. I I despise that damn song. That song is super you know trash. You really do because on episodes of Oversaturated, I tried to. He was like, no. Like I was like, I was like, it's, it's, it's and maybe maybe it's only because of Rihanna that people really like it. But that song is horrible. Like that song, that song is not good. Rihanna Nothing about that song. song. So it's like you don't even like the song, like because that's Rihanna's song. Fuck. People don't remember Bryson Tiller's on the song, man. Exactly. That's 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 always horrible. I always said Drake should have been on that song, you know, but he he fucked that up. Drake, or, like Drake or Chris Brown, but either way, it still would have been trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's like either way, like right. Either way, it was, doesn't it matter. Neither one of them was gonna save the song. My next one, Chance the Rapper, no problems. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Damn, man. Damn. Now, that's a tough one. Okay. Explain yourself. Not... <laughs> so, first of all, nobody's flow. It was like, it was, too, it was, it was two chains, Chance the Rapper and Wayne, right? Yeah. Nobody's verse was really that good. Mm-hmm. Nobody's cadence or flow was really that good on that song either. And the beat is annoying. With the church choir in the background, whatever the fuck that was in the background, that shit was he- that shit is hella annoying. That song is trash. Nobody can argue me any any other way. That song is not good. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, right. only, well, only only argument I got is just is a hit. That's all I got. That's not really a, a good argument. Yeah, but that okay, doesn't, that doesn't. Like I mean, I like it. I mean, all I, said, all I got is that I like it, and I I think Chance was rapping like Young Thug on that song, but that's another story. Um, all trash. But, Go ahead. My hey, last, you got anything? I don't, I don't have anything. My last one, and it's it's between two different ones, but I'm just going to say Ray Shrimmer, Black Beatles. That song is also pretty annoying to me. And Gucci, Gucci, well, first of all, Ray Shrimmer themselves on this song is just not that good. I don't know if they're rapping the same. Not just on the song. They're just not good in general. But I'm yeah, sorry, in but. general. <laughs> and, then, and then you got Gucci Mane, who didn't need to be on the song anyway, and he, he was added, and he added no value. So that song was horrible. That song was horrible. Y'all know that song bad. Absolutely. The thing is, though, is I can't wait till you have kids because you're going to be amazed at some of the stuff you start singing on a regular basis. I I can't wait. I can't wait. And then you'll know my pain. And by then, my kids will be almost grown. So I'm just going to be looking at you like. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all want to know what my fourth one was? Sure. Yeah. LL Cool J, Headsprung. They call me Big (laughs) LL. Silly. <laughs> Wait, did, did people really even like that song though? That's what I, was gonna say. I don't think anybody thought that song was good. <laughs> I, I like the I like the beat. The beat is hard, but the song itself. Mm, I don't yeah. even know what he said outside those last two bars. Like See, they called me. Did he actually LA. rap? If he did, it's not. Good. See, that's how bad the song is. We don't even know the rest of the song. But see, like we said, like this kind of takes away from LL's like kind of like his goat status a little bit, just a little bit, because yeah. we don't really know what the fuck he was doing. Like we didn't take LL serious as a rapper at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was long so, gone. That was long gone. 
Like, like, I mean, we've talked about it before, though. But those years where he where he was on the yeah. bars like that, it was so good that he's he's gotten pushed. He's really he's really out of his whole twenty twenty five year career. He was what actually rapping rapping bars probably what like four or five years out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and see the thing with that is with which. This is what happens with a lot of rappers who transition like he didn't have the time to focus on the music because he was doing he was acting and doing all these other things. Same thing happened to Ludacris. Um, You can say the same thing kind of happened to T.I. Maybe like that's what happens to these rappers that transition to other roles, acting roles, hosting roles like which is like which is fine if you want to transition. But you may just have to leave the music alone because your your whole heart isn't going to be in the music anymore. You're going to deliver a mediocre product or a whack product. So, so yeah, I think I think that's the episode, fellas. That's yeah, it. yeah, man. Um, so you know we got to plug the uh, live show again. So July twenty first, the Breaks Radio is having our first live show. Um, Herb Arts in St. Louis. Tickets are on Eventbrite. <clears throat> the show is from seven to ten p.m. Um, we hope to see everybody out there. Uh, the tickets are on Eventbrite, ten dollars, and you can follow us at the Breaks Me- the Breaks Radio on Twitter. You can follow me personally on Twitter, J O N two underscores and the letter B. Um, Hayes, where can they, where can the people find you? You can follow <clears throat> me at CEO Hayes. It's at C E O H A I Z E. You can also check out my new beautiful and wonderful website, theawakensoulpod.com. Uh, where you can actually, by the time this is about, you can actually listen to all your episodes of The Awakened Soul. You can listen to all your episodes of The Break Radio. And you can even listen to all your episodes of Oversaturated, all on TheAwakenedSoulPod.com. Hey. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, The Mind of Ralph. Uh, and, you know, check out anything Oversaturated at OversatThePod.com. Facts. Oh, and I guess I got a Don King to shit. Fresh Cut Friday Face Off is coming in a few weeks. Y'all stay tuned for that. You feel me? Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> and with that, that's uh, <laughs> that's our episode, and we out. Peace. Uh, peace. peace.